You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I think combined with the catchphrase and the uh-huh. fact that, you know, it, everything is cyclical, and I think that now is the time for competitive games to come it's back on. It's a real on. hot spot for bingo. It's a real, no, <laughs> it's a real hot spot for all kinds of game shows. I could be like the new, like Merv Griffin. Like, I could start my own empire of game shows. Nobody wants to I watch. I will host all of them. Nobody wants to watch and, someone playing a game of chance. But like, that's, that, no, <laughs> that's the thing, though. You spice it up a little bit, and then I always have my catchphrase with... Oh, that's bingo! And then, you know, they'll sell t-shirts of that and all so kinds of stuff. So your bingo catchphrase, half of the phrase is the word bingo. <laughs> yeah, but okay. I mean, but I mean, then people will start using it for all kinds of things. I'll sell merchandise. I better get the trademark on this quick. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I want to say this. Thank you to everyone who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Amazon link right there on our on the top of our page. Amazon. I want to give a special shout out to Quinn, who's a okay. fan of ours on um, on Facebook. He's a fan of ours at facebook.com slash funemploymentradio. Oh, that's a wonderful where, place, too. Where uh, they said that they uh, had uh, unbookmarked Amazon just so they know to go directly to funemploymentradio.com and then click on the Amazon link. That is a wonderful idea. That is a wonderful human. Thank you, Quinn. You are a gentleman and a scholar. Quinn, you are the best. You're the best. And so is everyone else that goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Amazon link. All right, so we've got a, uh, a bunch of stuff coming up today on the show. We've got our interview with Steve-O. Steve-O is here in town in Portland, and he stopped by our studio earlier this morning, so we're going to play that interview. Uh, Steve-O is, he's got a uh, comedy special coming out on Showtime mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks. Uh, I think March 18th is when it comes out, and he's also here in town for Helium Comedy Club. Super nice guy. Uh, it's always interesting interviewing him because we, we did interview him once before, and mm, I feel like we got a, a completely different Steve-O. Yeah. I, I mean, d- this one, he's been on the road doing a lot of comedy because, you know, when you hear Steve-O, you think, you know, Jackass. Jackass, the guy that yeah. gets kicked in the nuts a lot. But Which, uh, And he talks about that, too. He does. Uh, but he also has been, you know, honing his craft as a stand-up comedian. So he's been working really hard at it. And, you know, it shows since he got a special. Right. I mean, they don't just hand those out like cookies. No, <laughs> no they don't, Sarah. I Old lady Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> cookies on the brain. Uh, that would be your book because that, that's, that's what that would work out to be. Uh, so... So anyway, oh. Steve is going to join us here in just a little bit. Get it back on uh, the tracks, Greg. <laughs> yeah, I'm on track. I'm on track. All right. So uh, I do want to say this, though, bringing up with the bingo thing. Um, thank you to everyone who came out to our Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night at the Landmark Saloon, brought to you by Pabst Blue Ribbon. It was last night. We had such a good time. So many people came out. It's always it's always a lot of fun. It was so much fun. And, uh, and we really, really appreciate you guys coming out because that kind of stuff really supports the show. And on top of that, it's just fun. It's just fun, a fun thing to do. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of pictures we'll be putting up um, online. Huge thank you to Asylum on 37th and Hawthorne for their gifts, which I uh, they, they uh, donated a bunch of the prizes, prizes yeah. which I wanted to steal all of them, so there almost were no prizes from mm-hmm. Asylum for the thing because they would have all fallen off the truck, yes, so to speak. Yes, if you will. Or into my off truck. the back of the turn-up truck. Uh, no, I don't think that's, I think that's something else. I'm not sure what that one is. No, isn't that like when, you know, like, because you're a country boy. I thought that was yeah. like, you know, you're in the city falling off the back of a pickup truck or turnip truck or something. I feel like turnip truck is something like, is that something you were not supposed to say? I don't know what, what the connotations what, are. What turnips are racist? I don't. I don't understand. I don't know. You. Fall off the back of the turnip truck, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that sounds like some like farm boy or something. 
to uh, me. I don't know. You are so, God, we live at such a time where you, you are always <laughs> constantly in fear that something you say is racist. I really don't think turnip truck is racist. <laughs> All right, well, if I'm, it is, I don't know it. Well, that's what I mean. If it is, I don't know because I, I don't know what the origin is. turnips are delicious. They're kind of flavorless, but the flavor that they do have is like a, it's like a, a good, a good taste. I don't really have any preference for them. I They're don't mind them. There. I don't, I don't mind them. It's like cauliflower. It's like raw turnips. Meh. It's just there. You can't really do much with cauliflower it. Cauliflower is pretty good. Cauliflower is not. Yeah, you mush I mean, it's it. Not, and you could. It, it could yeah, be like that's fake the problem. It's too. It's too mushy. I guess maybe if you mold it into something else. Anyway, um, yes. Back to the bingo thing. So we we did have a great time, and uh, and thank you everyone for coming out. But yeah, that's, each and that's every what, one of you that came that that uh, just just your presence alone uh, is significant to us. So thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it does though lead me to think I may have a career. Like, like I could be, I could be the person who revolutionizes modern game shows with this. Because last night when we were announcing the numbers, I came up with my catchphrase, you know, which is "All right, let's bingo!" And then I do a karate chop. Then when I do it, and I can already picture the merchandise. It'll be a picture of me like silhouette karate chopping, and it'll be like karate chopping like a bingo uh, rollerball or something like that, or a bingo board. Let's bingo! And then the game show. The way we make it more exciting for television is there will be side things that will happen. There will be like hijinks that go on. There will be like... Oh my God, I almost fell asleep with you talking about this. No, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. There will be a lot of flashing lights and like a lot of like loud music that will happen along with it. There is absolutely no skill to bingo. Nobody wants to watch a game where there is no no skill required whatsoever where you're pulling random balls out of a cage. Yes, Bingo is fun to play. I don't want to watch other people play bingo. No, but there's different things that go along with it. Like if a certain letter or number is called, then, you know, something crazy will happen. They'll have to, like, fight somebody. We'll combine, like, okay, people like bingo. They like uh, UFC's real popular. You know, we'll throw something in there with that. We'll um, we'll throw in some reality shows. There'll be, like, a, a dating hookup thing for bingo. It's all going to happen within one show. And I know this sounds like a mess, but it's going to be a, it's going to be an amazing thing. And I'm going to be the, the leader of this show. Uh, Revolutionizing. Oh my God! Are you done talking bingo. about your bingo, your competitive bingo, competitive show? bingo show? I'm gonna pitch it to uh, the Game Network or whatever the, one of those. All right. Shows so Simon says, Sarah, people watch Deal or No Deal. Don't. Yeah. They have to guess though, don't yeah. they? There's some skill that goes along with like guessing. Is that like the Prices one? Uh, or, I think so. There's something. Well, Prices where, Right is where you guess the price. Yeah, but there's something along the lines where you have to do something in order to win. In bingo, it is just. Purely a game of chance. No. You pull a ball, you read the ball. If your balls all line up in a row, no, then everybody you win. gets to pick their specific outfits, you know, how that all works. And um, the karate chop thing, I mean, that's going to be the one of the big things. Maybe that's what we work into it. Like you get to karate chop your opponent or something like that. Like one time through the round, you can uh, withdraw someone else's uh, ball and number. Yeah. I'll have to work out the details on it, but I think it's going to work out to be a main, an amazing thing. Wow, I'm really glad that you want to build your empire mm-hmm. around the catchphrase, let's bingo. Let's bingo, chop. And the chop is very important, the karate chop. It's a sweeping down karate chop that uh, that works in there. Competitive bingo. I think it's, it's going to be a big thing. Wow. So well, Best of luck. You're welcome for knowing me. Yeah, yes, That's all I, I have to say. feel very blessed. Yes, absolutely. Hashtag, hashtag blessed. It's been a long week, but mm-hmm. I, I think I've, I've obviously, <laughs> I'm at the top of my game right now, and, and this is clearly what oh, I've Oh, it's being of. suggested maybe in order to get your bingo, um, well, first of all, uh, Keelan has the best name for it, for your bingo show. It could be called 
gringo. <laughs> <laughs> Greg and bingo and I'm white. Wow. That does kind of combine a lot of things. Um, what I do like is that Suman's uh, giving you some suggestions to like humanize the bingo experience. Perhaps okay. um, talking about, he said, uh, Greg needs to talk to each contestant about their hopes and dreams. Oh, absolutely. Know, get to know them and appeal to emotion. Oh, no. There will definitely be that segment because any good game show, you have to go around and talk to the people. Um, but and usually they focus on what makes them happy. I'll probably focus on like what upsets them because I want to elicit like some some real emotion, like some rage, you know, sometimes like that. And I'll pit the contestants against each other because that's where you really get excited about it. It's not the calling numbers. It's the fact that you're going to pick somebody to root for and you want that person to win. And then on top of that, you know, maybe there's a UFC kind of fight that that'll happen between the oh two of them. God. There's always the threat of that. The, th- the, the threat of violence threat of will always fight. the threat of violence always you know spices up the the. Uh, <gasps> you know it would be awesome if it was a human bingo ball cage, like you know like you had to get in and it's like a cage match but it's a bingo ball cage and like they start rolling it and you have to like wrestle each other, in the bingo ball like human cage. No, you're terrible at this. That, that would that's that's an awful idea. I think it would be fun and then like the the winner gets to go down the chute. Whoever gets out first is the winner of the bingo ball game. <laughs> the bingo ball. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any mm. sense. <sighs> yeah, extreme bingo cage match. That's exactly it. <laughs> you get dropped into there and you okay, get rolled around. Okay, that could be maybe one of the side games. Yeah, you get rolled around. Maybe a there. side game. Maybe you're in like one of those plastic like hamster ball things. Uh huh. And so you're, everyone's in their own bingo ball and right. you have to like fight to try and get out of the bingo thing. To get picked up <laughs> to go down the bingo slide. That is, I would watch the shit out of that. That's part of the side my game. I- that is not your idea. You that cannot was totally steal my, my idea. Your no. idea was like, I'm going to do like a karate chop, play bingo, whatever your stupid catchphrase is. I just came up with the human bingo ball. That's cake a side match. thing. You can't have that for a full game. That's got to be a side match. That's a side thing because I just talked about how the competitors have to battle each other. You're basically just took what I said and just put it into a bingo ball, and that's that's yeah, fine. Yeah, I took what you said and I made it decent. I made it. I made it better. That'll work. I'll give you an associate producer credit, maybe, probably not, but you'll get a, some kind of, I don't know, special thanks at the end of it. I'll need at the to end slide of the down the bingo special slide? thanks oh, too. Man. Um, so yeah, that can be that can be one of the side. Or you things. can have teammates in there, and you have to like add up to a certain number. Or, like, get there's team bingo. The there is team bingo. Is another aspect mm-hmm. of it. I mean, there's there's really a lot of things. And and again, the threat and the of, winner gets the golden dauber. The impending threat of violence is one of the things that's got to be in there too. The golden dauber. Like somebody could come along, and just like like shove you over, like whack you with a. And it'll be like a dauber, but it'll thing. be like and you've got to do gold. You've also got to do like some uh, like American Ninja. Uh, kind of competition too, where you have to go through an obstacle course to collect, like, say, B10 is the one you need, but the only way to get it, the only way you're going to get B10 is to run through this obstacle course, and then that's what you got to do. So what you're doing is you're just completely revamping what you said and taking my ideas. That's not your ideas. These have all been included in my ideas. You adding one little bit to my Um, I also had the idea of the golden dauber. (laughs) The golden daubers, eh... Maybe, mm. maybe. Well, we might have to work that one out a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if that's necessarily. Or maybe it the could right be thing. some sort of bingo race where you pass the golden dauber, where it's like a dob- like instead of the baton. Yeah. It's like a dauber pass. Yeah. Um, the bingo ball oh, cage match is bingo. The, is the best idea I've ever had in my life. That's that very be, sad. That was a sad statement. That would be statement. so fun. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's bingo karate chop guy. Hey, the you're the one. The peak of, of creativity over there. Being, How dare I? It's being noted in the live chat that the golden dauber sounds like a sex move. That does kind of sound I like something. I gave her the good golden dauber. I gave her a golden dauber, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and play our interview 
with uh, with Steve. Oh, yep, I am going to be playing that off of mine, which I should I told have you been seventeen times. Prepared <laughs> for that. All right. All right. I think that we need to. Well, we're going to clearly have to figure out how to make a giant bingo ball cage that can fit humans. That'll be part of it. of it. That'll be part of it. We should probably, you know, start constructing it in your backyard this summer. We can practice. You can roll around in the bingo cage. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> we can have right. you pop out the bingo shoot. Sure, sure. And that could be the beginning. Like, you roll around, and that'll be the intro to your show, and you could be like, then you jump out of the bingo shoot. And pop shoot, out. And you go, let's, let's bingo. bingo. Karate chop. Karate and then chop. I pew, pew, chop and then something. And like, lasers, like, boop, boop, and like, explosions. Well, and that's where the loud like, music comes in. There's music. There are fireworks behind you in the B- giant bingo I- ball. B-I-N-G-O. B-I-N-G-O. <laughs> It'll be like a heavy like metal guar, version. Get like guar version. to cover the. Yeah, maybe guar. Bingo. Yeah. Maybe guar. Yeah, we're really gonna ma- turn this into something. It's gonna be great. Yeah. I've got so many good ideas. All right, let's uh, let's go ahead and play our interview with Stevo. So Stevo, as we said, has his comedy special coming out on Showtime in, on March 18th. You can watch it there. He talks all about it in this uh, in this interview. Um, like I said, really nice guy. Really nice guy. And uh, he is at Helium Comedy Club this weekend. So Friday and Saturday night, get your tickets at heliumcomedy.com. And uh, here is our interview with Steve-O. Awesome. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio, we have... The one and only Steve-O. <laughs> yeah, dude. How Hi, you doing? Steve-O. I'm very well, thank you. Is it's, your tea warm enough? I, I've... Oh, it's great. Okay, good. Glad it's weird seeing you right now because I've been on your website all morning watching your YouTube videos oh, of cool, you man. getting kicked in the nuts by the Dudesons one. That is it's horrifying. A, yeah, it's a good one. The, the slow mo, <laughs> the slow mo recap of it and then, is. And then uh, you saw the title card on my uh, my comedy special. Yes. With the motion graphic. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's always weird when we have somebody in because you know we'll sit here for a couple hours and make sure that we you know know everything that you're doing. I love it. I, you know, for an attention whore like me, that's a real treat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of your special, so yes, yeah, so we did get, in fact, a little bit of a sneak peek on it. How far in did do it did, did you get? Probably about ten minutes. Yeah. Oh, cool. So you saw me got choked unconscious. <laughs> no. No. Oh. So we didn't get ten minutes in then. Yeah, you're not. 10 it was probably in. about five minutes in. Yeah, saw the yeah. intro. Whoa! Saw... No, did not. I would remember that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what, what, what's great about my comedy special is that, uh, like, it, it doesn't ever go very long before something really truly fucked up happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's kind of a com- I, like a compilation for, of like comedy and. Like, yeah, stunts. Yeah, from when I come out and like smash all like uh, a six pack of, of cans on my head, um, <laughs> like uh, at at the point where I start my my actual like routine speaking, I think I've been on stage for th- like I've been three minutes into the routine when a UFC fighter chokes me completely unconscious and drops me on my head, which bounces twice on the screen. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I have no idea what happened, and I get up, and then it all comes back to me. And and then I continue. <laughs> That's impressive that you can still keep going. Just like, okay, fuck, where am I? Okay, here we yeah, go. <laughs> you made the point that it's it's nerve wracking. Uh, you know, when you've only got that in one night. You yeah, know? yeah. And there's like all this money goes into it. Like it's like I had no idea how much like you could possibly spend that much money shooting one evening. Um, like uh, it was like what it came to like one hundred and seventy five thousand dollar production. Damn, Damn. really? Yeah. And we should say for anybody who doesn't know, it's uh, guilty I, as charged. I know. I think just... that I think that like while the production value is incredibly high, mm-hmm. like uh, at the same time, I think what I'm saying is I got hosed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so how do you pick? I know this is I a got hosed, but there was no way around it because, uh, you know, like Showtime, <laughs> At the end, there's like three components to the to the the, the contract. Mm-hmm. Showtime's got the initial window of exclusivity, and then it goes to Vimeo, and then uh, I guess I own it outright after that. But uh, they gave me the budget, and like, it, I guess politically, like whatever, like. Um, you know, I mean, I come from a video production background. Like, all my friends are, like, super, like, competent. And I was just like, man, I want to make it myself. And, and everybody told me, like, Showtime's not going to like that. You know, like, you want to go with, like, the people who do this. And so it was yeah. like, that was like, I got hosed, you know. Not, and I think the next time around, uh, I'm going to... Uh, not get hosed. <laughs> <laughs> See, now you know how it goes so that you can do right, it yourself but, the next but time. But with that said, who cares? I didn't do it for the money. Yeah. You know? I didn't do it for the money at all. I did that because like, um, to be known as... Uh, it's a transitional bit. Mm-hmm. I'm known as, as like jackass you know like the stunts and stuff and and um for me to come out with like a, a straight stand-up comedy special where I just stand there and talk the whole time like... Um, I may it would have been a ballsy move, um, but uh, w- what I did is, you know, it, it's a 50-minute-long stand-up comedy special with uh, stunts that happen like intermittently mm-hmm. on like pertinent, you know, story points, and I sort of demonstrate things I'm talking about with like really fucked-up stunts, and uh, <laughs> I feel like that by doing it that way, it sort of serves as a bridge, you know, yeah. like right. um, people are going to come because they know that, like, oh my god, like we're going to find out how many questions can Steve-O answer while being electrocuted with <laughs> 50,000 volts for 30 straight, straight <laughs> seconds, you know? Jesus. Like, most time the taser goes for five seconds. I did 30 seconds. God. And it was a, a, a taser Q&A. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And that's in your special? Yeah, that's the ender. <laughs> okay. That seems like it would yeah. be an ender. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that, it was a big deal. Um, so, yeah, there's all kinds of crazy stuff that happens throughout and um and people will like I, I suspect tune in for that thinking like student thinking not of me as a stand up comic mm-hmm. right but then uh the reality is that with my with my stand up uh you know i'm so quick to get into like just stuff that's uh you know, I mean, I feel like a douche saying it myself, but it's like interesting stuff you know like right. and i like uh my experience in life is like Outrageous enough. I've, I've lived an outrageous enough life that there's no shortage of me, you know, no shortage of material for me to find. Right. Uh, and so I don't know. I think that like very quickly, uh, I, I'm able to capture people's attention and um, and also like make them laugh. So um, well, I, I mean, your know. whole life is unique. I mean, right? You know. Right, and and I haven't owned it. Like uh, I've, I've been doing stand up. I've been on the road for over five years now. You know. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I've been sort of like, I feel like sort of sneaking around in the shadows, you know, mm-hmm. like kind of like just not owning it. And now it's like, hey, screw it, man. Like, I, I, this is what I do. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, and I'm allowed to do it. <laughs> and I'm good at it. You know, like most yeah. people who are celebrities and then they try and do stand up and they're not doing well. They don't last, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, here I am, like still going, like, like coming back to places again and again. Yeah. And uh, with new material as well. Like nice. the show that I'm doing this weekend at Helium, all the shows are sold out, and um, what what people are going to see on Showtime on March 18th is a totally different show than what I'm doing. I've already scrapped all that old material. Wow! wow. And 
So as soon as you were done with the special, you were like, well, I'm retiring. As soon as, I, as soon as I taped it, I, I, I really dove into new material. Mm -hmm. and, and, it's, and I've had a few months already to work on it. Because yeah, so, you taped it in November? November, mm -hmm. right. It's probably kind of a relief once you got that out, because I can't imagine how long that took you to work on to do that special. Right. You know? Uh, in one sense, like there's sort of a grieving, you know, like oh my god, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, like I, I don't want to part with it. Like there's certain certain bits that just work so well, and it's sad to see him go. But then again, on the other hand, uh, the nature of the of the I guess the circuit is that I go back to places and and I feel like when I go back to a place that I've already been and repeat material, mm -hmm. like whether it's been on television or not, like I just like. My soul hurts, man. I yeah, feel you don't like want to like let people down I or yourself like, down. Because I know there's people in the crowd that are coming to see me again, mm -hmm. and uh, and I feel like such a fraud to stand there and give them like what I gave them before. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's like, okay, let me do a special, burn the material, and and really just force myself into uh, into doing a new show, and then and then it's like such a treat to go around like through the circuit that I've already been to. Yeah. And come back and you know like and not feel like a fraud. It's great. Yeah. This is almost what? like a big coming out. Thing, like when this special comes out because it is going to be like hey I am a comedian I can sure. do stand up and I'm not just getting kicked in the nuts all the time right yeah. I mean I do get kicked in the nuts I mean, do get kicked special in the nuts. <laughs> 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 right you know that was gonna happen oh yeah <laughs> it, it would be weird if it didn't happen right but uh, but it's so great though like I'm so just so proud of uh, how how I put it all together and. Um, just the way it went, you know? Like, you were asking me, like, you know, was it nerve-wracking to only have one shot yeah. at it? And the truth is, I taped two shows that night, which I think is the only way to go. Is it the same audience? No, not the okay. different audience. Um, and, uh... Man, it was. Um, Wait, so you got electrocuted twice that night? No, I only, <laughs> like, uh, I, I only did that on the second show. Okay. <laughs> um, that that one I was really nervous about because I had never been tased. You know, I've been I've been hit with stun guns and cattle prods and you know like like whatever, but never like with the actual darts with the wires. Yeah, where they you know? stick in you and uh... right. I had never had that and like and, oh, when, and, and the way that the police version works is five seconds and then they they're still holding it. So at their discretion, they can you know give you another five or another five. But this this one is uh, the one that I used is the civilian taser, which is designed for uh you know if someone's being attacked and they have it like you know all you have to do is just manage to shoot your assailant and if you, as soon as you get him then it gives you 30 seconds to run for your life you know you can just shoot him and drop it on the ground and there's just absolutely oh and it'll keep going you, just, you can drive you can shoot it and shoot him and run just drop wow. it and like there's no stopping that device from from interrupting it's 30 seconds of 50,000 volts and so oh like my God. and that was the only one we could get our hands on and I was like man 30 seconds and I was just <laughs> like god I was dreading it so much I was like man that's a long time man. was it as awful as you thought it was gonna be uh, it was yeah it was awful oh, you know god. it was absolutely awful but the good news is that like once it happens like you know it's not like there's just no way around it you know it's just yeah. that's good you know it's just it's happening it's happening yeah. so you committed to it yeah, you, you it's the ender you don't have to do anything you know like I, I, I reached out to Knoxville for that one I was like yo Knoxville man can you help me like get excited about this I'm like, <laughs> and he's like dude come on it'll be hilarious and and uh, it's so easy you just stand there you don't have to do anything <laughs> oh my god that's a good pep talk like, yeah, yeah. alright <laughs> just stand so, there take uh, it so I don't know and, and, and the, like um, I did have two cracks at it and thank god I did because you know with all that money invested in it and um 
all that pressure, like, like, like just like, like, I guess I put the pressure on myself, but going mm. into it, I mean, I was like fully ready. I mean, I had been like, you know, I've been on the road for five years and then, right. like, you know, I was able to really pick and choose like what material I put on there. Mm. I mean, I could have done stand up for two hours, you know, yeah. um, like, uh, even more. I mean, I don't know. Like I was able to, to really just sort of do what I, like, uh, you know, the, the show that for me is the best show, but I was just like nervous in a way that i hadn't been nervous for so long because of all you know oh the, yeah because of all the pressure and so and the fact that i was taping it as a, you know taping it for showtime and you know for all this other stuff um i i walked out on stage thinking of it as a comedy special a tv show mm -hmm. and thinking of it in that way um i i kept like stopping and, and like I, I was there's I was uh, performing the show at the same time I was editing it in my head worrying about the camera shot yeah, and like, worrying yeah. about the shot worrying about like oh well maybe like we're gonna like give him this edit and so I kept stopping and like redoing lines and I'm thinking about oh I was standing here when it that did that right. you know in continuity where's my mark and, <laughs> and, and I got through all the material but but it was just like that first show I was just so not happy with it I, and, um, and 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 then in between shows like my buddies I had like a lot of friends come out and and uh like it seemed like each one of my like really close friends gave me a different piece of advice that you know it's just like hey man you know like um just forget about the cameras do it for the crowd you know yeah. like uh and and whatever it was, I was just I was furious at myself after that first show because I felt like it just came off like kind of awkward. I mean, and it was in the can; it wouldn't have been like a, a total like I would have had a special. Yeah, yeah. But what happened was that uh, on that second one, I just got so I was so pissed, and I went out there and I just went to war, <laughs> and I didn't stop once. I didn't think about the cameras at all, and and uh, and I just powered through it, and it, and it was like really arguably like the greatest show ever awesome. and is that the one that they that was the second thing? one yeah. and it's time I mean like we used very little from that first show mm -hmm. there was a, a one bit where I talk about uh, there was one bit from that I only did on the first show which, which went which went fine um, but that one made the special yeah a lot of people told me not to put it in because it's a story about me getting a tattoo of a grown man fucking a baby <laughs> <laughs> Was that when your friends are like, can you leave that one out well, of the my lawyer, my, my lawyer, but it was just funny because, uh, you know, it's like a story about like um, about me and Kat Von D. Your lady friend? Yeah, a long time ago. Like we were hanging out. It was like almost 10 years ago. And I was like, we were laughing about uh, about how like we think it's really dumb to throw your life away by having kids. And, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll get a tattoo of a, of a baby with a circle and a slash going through it. And uh they thought it was funny, but we kept drinking. And then, I'm like, I'm just still chewing on the idea in my head. And I was like, and it turns in, like, the drunker I get, it turns into, like, just a tattoo that says, fuck babies. <laughs> <laughs> and then next thing you know, like, I'm so drunk, and I'm over at the Miami Ink Tattoo Parlor, and I got this guy fucking a baby on my oh arm. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 yeah, and then, but then but the happy ending, it turned it into an ostrich. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at that as no longer a baby. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, it's a more involved bit, and you get to see it on the special. But uh, but yeah, I kept it in. Like, that's sort of my nature, you know? Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't really know how to uh, censor shit. <laughs> well, speaking of Kat Von D, I just watched the video of you guys uh, putting on your clown makeup. Oh, cool. That was, an, that was very educational. I had no idea that you went to clown college, and you're so yeah. good at putting on makeup. Uh, I mean, I, I did it every day in the circus for for quite a while. Like, um, how long were you in the circus? Uh, I was only six months in the circus, but I, I worked as a clown on cruise ships for six months as well. So oh, my wow. clown career was uh, was a little over a year. Wow.
So you'd go on cruise ships and like, and and just dress up as a clown for this? Like when I was on cruise ships, uh, I was called an interactive performer. Okay. Where like I would assume different characters. Sometimes I was a clown. Sometimes I was like a like phony security guard. You know, and like we would just like sort of we would perform in the theater and and sort of warm up the crowd and. Um, We'd roam around the cruise ship as these crazy characters are walking on stilts or, or whatever. Wow. Um, yeah, it was it was a. Uh, it was just interesting to watch that and see like how naturally you just kind of fell back into being able to perform like that. I guess, yeah. And for seeing sure. the juggling, I was I'm impressed with a good juggler. Well, well thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a good juggler, but uh, <laughs> decent decent juggler. Um, for, for for clown, I think I'm standard base level. <laughs> you're, st- you're basic clown. <laughs> yeah, like that. The, the base, like uh, not fully loaded. <laughs> base model. Well, uh, did I also read too that you uh, got some signature sunglasses made for you? I did. Yeah. Um, um that's my dream. What do they look like? Um, do you have them? Do I have a pair here? I wonder. I think, the, I, I think the pair that I have might not have. Oh, no, it does. Oh, my God. How cool. Yeah, I got How sick and tired. How did that even come about? I got sick and tired Those of, of awesome. uh, you know, going into the gas station, looking for, like, my sort of style. That's yeah. this guy. Yeah, yeah that's is, what I do. very, very specific. The Blue style. blockers? Yeah, I just, like, I, I'm, I'm, like, for years, ever, you know... Uh, like it's always just been this one style, and if I go into the gas station, they don't have it, and I walk out with some vajazzled bullshit, you know, <laughs> yeah. like I'm pissed. So and finally, uh, I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna like uh, figure it out and just look into it, like see if I can get some like some good quality like shades and have them say Stevo and be exactly like my kind. That's awesome. So are those going on sale? Uh, I sell them at, after my shows. Like I nice. hock a ton of merch after my every oh, show. Oh, tell us hey, what can people yeah. buy when they go. Um, I, I have uh, my New York Times bestseller, which I'm so proud of. Like my book, it's called Professional Idiot, mm. and uh, it's got an Amazon rating of uh, a full five stars. Like uh, nice, it's, uh, totally unheard of. Yeah, <laughs> oh, wow. And so I got my books. I have uh, a couple different styles of T-shirt. There's one like it's a cartoon of me with a fi- like a stick of dynamite up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, what else? I have a poster of like it's a one frame sequence of uh, where you know I'm doing a backflip off of a 60 foot tall bridge. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and you can see like me in all the different spots. Like, uh, nice. I love that. Oh, um, that's cool. And what else? I have the, the sunglasses and hats. And you also, after every show, you go out and like you do meet and greets. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's so important, you know, when you're in my position and like you're uh, you know, really like trying to establish yourself in doing something that you're not known for mm-hmm. you know every show because people come to my show with such low expectations for my stand-up <laughs> you know like everybody and and you know like the consensus is like man like that was actually like hilarious that was like a great stand-up uh-huh. show right so i want everybody to go home with a photo to put on their social media so they can tell their friends like you know that's, that, smart. that's a, yeah that's a good awesome. idea so i do it selfishly like selfishly after every show i say i will not, like when i walk off the stage i will not go anywhere i will not do anything until i've taken a photo with every single one of you guys that wants one 
And then I said, and if you want to buy any of my crap, you go first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get bumped up to the front of the line. Right. So, like, I think, I feel like there's a contingent of people who think, like, well, uh, I don't know, I really, didn't really want to buy anything, but I was <laughs> now they feel that. obligated. Well, but I kind of want, so want, want that picture, you know, so I'll, I'll just buy something and just get out of here. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, like, in, in one sense, like, I'm totally selfishly taking pictures to kind of do a grassroots campaign to establish. Mm-hmm myself as a, as a, a, a good comedian and uh, and I and like it, it comes across as like wow he's so cool to his fans you know like he's such a good guy but really <laughs> I'm just like so, I'm so self-serving <laughs> to just be grassroots and like sell more merch <laughs> but, I, I respect just, that yeah That's absolutely awesome. you know like it's it's a win-win <laughs> <laughs> well look out for uh, yeah for CEO special coming out in March correct March 18th March 18th March 18th oh, premieres so 10 p.m. Eastern time on uh, on Showtime right and if you don't have Showtime it's just a short 30 day wait before uh yeah, before you can get it other ways and uh, follow me on I'm good at not wasting people's time on social media mm-hmm. like uh, um, so yeah just whatever I mean, I'm so easy to find on there yep yeah. just twitter.com slash steve yeah, uh, YouTube and, slash Devo, Facebook slash... <laughs> you got all the Devos. Yeah. <laughs> Except for my Instagram. and uh, Somebody else get it? Somebody else has it, but uh, I contacted him, and he's down to just kick it over. So. Oh, that's oh, nice. nice. You never hear that happening. Usually it's like a yeah. battle. I know. Yeah, yeah, or they want a whole bunch of money or something like I that. Know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's people that hog them all. All right, well, way to go, nice Instagram, Stevo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Stevo.com, yeah, your site is great. Well, it really you, is, man. yeah. Yeah, I, it's I, well done. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I appreciate a, a, a well-done website. I, I, I'm a huge fan of my website. <laughs> <laughs> when you got all the dates there, too, because we've got people listening from all over the place, so they can oh, cool, they can man. find... Um, yeah. Find out when he's in your oh, neck yeah. of the woods. Yeah. Like, uh, I guess you've got to have a San Francisco-Sacramento contingent, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Are you heading there next? Yeah, that's my next stop. Awesome. Uh, I mean, I got a couple weeks off, uh, I feel like, to um, promote my special, but... Um, March 17th, that weekend, I'm San Francisco, and then the following weekend, Sacramento. Awesome. Nice. So All we're right. strapping surfboards to the roof of the car. We're driving up from L.A. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Two-week surf trip. <laughs> we'll have so much fun. Yeah. Cool. Well, Steve-O, thank you so much hey, for coming man. in. Yeah, thank yeah, you. This is, this is yeah, awesome. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Yeah. Hey, for sure. All right. Much. <laughs> All right, we'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The one and only Steve-O, right here on Fun Employment Radio. Um, there is nobody quite like him. No, I don't yeah. I don't think I've ever met anybody like him. And I did start watching He his... isn't even like him from the first time that we met no, him. He's no. Just ever, he's ever changing. He's a fascinating guy. So, yeah, he's going to be at Helium Comedy Club, like we said, this weekend, Friday and Saturday. Or just go to steveo.com and you can see all the different places that he's going to be. And with the Showtime special coming out in March 18th. Yes. March 18th. Conveniently... I'm just going to say. What? Also the day the Pee Wee movie comes out. Oh my gosh, you're so excited about the Pee Wee movie. I am so excited about the Pee Wee oh, movie. Are, I'm I would be bit, more nervous if I were you. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit apprehensive because I'm mm-hmm. I'm nervous. You should be. I'm happy for Pee Wee. I hope the movie is you good. You mean the, the human? You mean Paul Rubens? For Paul Rubens. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm also a little bit. Ner- a, I've already talked about this before. I hate the fact that uh, you know now there's all these Pee Wee bandwagoners that are jumping on me like, oh Pee Wee, like you don't know Pee Wee like I know Pee Wee, and then um, 
And I'm sorry, are you getting mad at bandwagoner peewee bandwagon fans? Bandwagon peewee fans. You know oh who they are. You no, know who I you are. I don't know who they are. I don't know anybody who's like, oh, I'm I'm a peewee fan, man. You see you're them you're on the Facebook. only person I know. They're probably, if you haven't seen Big Top Peewee, you're not a peewee fan. That's that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm putting it out there. But anyway, it is it is going to be coming, uh, coming out March 18th as well, so... I'm looking forward to it. Oh my gosh, yes, it's just, just an amazing day for premieres. You know what premiered today? What, Sarah? Fuller House. <laughs> oh my God, that show is ridiculous. So just so you know, in case you uh, in case you weren't keeping tabs, um, Full House is back 29 years later and they have a Netflix show called Fuller House, which I have watched two episodes of so far. <laughs> it is ridiculous. It is like... It's cute, but it's embarrassing. Like it's dumb, but it's funny. I, I I'm really enjoying it so far. Kind of trudge through the first episode because it's a little awkward because <laughs> they're making lots of like weird, you know, like ref, like referential jokes back about to the, the show series. Yeah, oh, okay. It's cute though. I like it, so I'm excited. So that's what I'm going to be doing this weekend. <laughs> You're going to be watching Fuller House. <laughs> I'm be watching Big Fuller plans. House. Big plans for Sarah. I remember I'd be like, oh, it's the weekend. I'm going to go out and and go crazy. No, I'm going to go home and watch Fuller House. (laughs) (laughs) Keelan in the chat. Who's concerned about Pee Wee Herman bandwagon fans? (laughs) You're so weird. Jumping on the Pee Wee train. (laughs) You're the weirdest person. Okay. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Also, if anybody wants to buy me Weird Al tickets, I would totally accept them. Oh, my God. I want to see Weird Al. I've never seen Weird Al. I've never seen Weird Al either. I've been a fan of since I was a kid. Me too. Wait, why are you asking people to buy you tickets? I'm not asking. Is that something we can do? I'm just saying if somebody did. I'm just saying if somebody did. I wouldn't say no. Yeah, if you want to hang out with me and Greg, buy us a pair of tickets. We'll all go together. Oh, yeah. It'll be a grand old time. Best pals. Best Best pals. Best pals. Uh, all right, my I'll hold your hand. I don't want to hold your hand. No, Wait, I'm hand? saying I don't know. What? No, I don't know if I should start throwing that stuff out it yet. Kind of, that's a slippery slope to prostitution. That's a slippery my slope. That is a slippery. What are you slope. saying? You'll get physical contact for Weird Al tickets? You're a whore. Uh, that's uh. the definition. Of, wow, you're just solicited. I just jumped right into you it. You solicited on our show. I didn't solicit. Yeah, that was solicited. That's not illegal. You were doing. You were volunteering inappropriate touching for Weird say, Al tickets. I did not say inappropriate Whoa. touching. I did not say inappropriate touching. Whoa. All above the waist. I don't no, know I'm what just... you meant by holding hands. I mean, we all know what you think taxes mean. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't even know what holding hands means. Simmer down there, Greg. The, this, mm. All right, first up, got a story out of the UK, out of Manchester. I love the word Manchester. It's one of my favorite words to say. Manchester. 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 Well, a British man has been arrested. After people who were driving by him when he was walking down the side of a road mistakenly thought that he was carrying a child without the proper safety equipment because he was walking along the side of a highway. So a lot of panicked motorists in Manchester, England started to call the police because because drivers were confusing a garden gnome that a man was carrying down the street as a child. They thought that this garden gnome was a child and he was carrying a child without any kind of... Seems like a device. real leap leap to uh, 
call the police on something like that. Yeah, well, he was spotted walking down the M60. Not much, does not much happen in Manchester? Uh, this was a very busy day in Manchester. Okay, all right. This is uh, some shit got real in, <laughs> in Manchester. While the man was spotted walking down the M60 carrying what everyone thought was a child but turned out to be a garden decoration and was eventually arrested by the Northwest Motorways Police. Oh. Now, uh, the reason he was arrested was not because he was carrying a gnome on the side of the road, but it was because he was challenging an officer when he was confronted by the officer. He was threatening him with his gnome? He was probably trying to poke him with the point he had of the gnome. Okay. We don't know that for sure. All right. So he was arrested due to his behavior when challenged by the officer. The gnome was eventually confiscated by traffic police, who have since taken pictures of it and posted it on the internets because, again, Manchester's a crazy town. Wild and crazy. Manchester. 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 Daddy, I'm from Manchester. <laughs> You're holding on by a thread, buddy. Uh, barely. 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 That holding thread, on. Yeah, it's. Like, I have to go to a corporate setting after this too. Ha. No. I have to. Uh, well, I gotta work. I will. I will go I'm getting, without I'm food being put tonight. In an I will office. give you. I will give you some money, <laughs> no. so you don't go to work tonight. <laughs> I will not eat dinner so that. You don't go into the office. Oh no, I got to go into that in office. This mental and then state. tomorrow, I have to be around um, some fancy party. Oh, I don't know what it is for. Fancy, mm-hmm. fancy rich folks. Oh, well, I know those. Yep. All right. So yes, uh, Gnome Street, crazy night in Manchester. Next up, out of Wellington, New Zealand. Is that I your New Zealand accent? I have don't you switched know. from? I'm just. I'm really trying to just get me, through today, man. Show me the difference between your Manchester accent and your New Zealand accent. Maori, present. I don't know, but New Zealand is Flight of the Concords and Manchester is Mock the Brit. I don't know if he's from Manchester. Well, I don't know. It's like a, the, the so British. That's just it's it? Just it's, just British just a, it's a British guy. British guy. <laughs> all right. Like that's, isn't uh, all England just, uh, unless they're a little, what is it, Cockney? Cockney. Cockney. Isn't that a language? Man, that's not a I tried to make British friends when I lived in London, but every time they'd get like a couple drinks in them, I could not understand what the fuck they were saying. It was a barrier. It was like no. we just couldn't communicate because I'd be like, I say I'm like, I can't. <laughs> By the way, British people, that is Sarah's actual impression of you. <laughs> that is not no. When I'm anybody British comes around and she speaks to you behind behind your back, that's what she does. I do not. <laughs> I couldn't understand a word he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, out of Wellington, New Zealand. Uh, Tell us how you feel about other people. <laughs> All right, Wellington, New Zealand. Um, so, Craig, have you heard of the Church of the, Sp- uh, the Flying Spaghetti Monster? I am aware of what the Flying Spaghetti Monster is. Well, the Church of the Flying yes. Spaghetti Monster has many members who. I didn't know there was an actual physical church. There is a church. And they call themselves... Do you know what uh, members of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster call themselves? No. Pastafarians. Oh, yeah. Okay, I knew that. Actually, now that you said it. Well, Pastafarians are now having the okay to be able to perform marriages while being a Pastafarian. Under that is their religious sect. So the group has announced its news on their Facebook page. Uh, so they it's just, just an atheist group, right? Did I know the no, flying spaghetti in monster and the flying spaghetti monster? Right. Okay. Well, uh, so one person has been uh, has been ordained so far in the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, um, and he's going to travel across the country to perform wedding services free of charge. 
Now, couples will only be required to pay for travel expenses and make a <laughs> That's not free. small donation to the church <laughs> somewhere between $150 and $800. But that's how is that a free of charge? Oh, yeah. Sure. Actually, I'll, t- I'll put this out there right now. I will happily fly anywhere in the country and, and, and perform a marriage ceremony because I am a registered reverend online. You just need to pay for my flight, hotel, a uh, small donation of $500 to Fun Employment Radio. Wait, is that and what? And all the food. Don't, wait, I, I'm doing I already claimed it. Am I already I claimed do, it. But I'm, I I'm marrying it. people for free. Am I not doing that right? You're not doing I'm it right. I'm paying to fly. Yeah, you're not doing it right. I'm paying to marry people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Oh, wow. You're doing it wrong. All right, anyway. Uh, so the group who the Pastafarian members are known for wearing colanders on their heads <laughs> has won Colander? the right. Colanders. I think a colander would be something. I don't know what that would be, but something else. Colander. Yeah. On their heads, uh, they won the right to perform marriages in New Zealand. So, uh, yes, they were approved uh, along with other alternative philosophies. That's the group that they're lumped into, such as yoga, Wicca, Scientology, heathen, druid, humanist, spiritual healing, and Reiki followers. So there you go. Hey, Greg. Would you like to purchase some land in Oregon? I already own land in Oregon. Oh, that's true. How about some free land? Oh, well, that doesn't sound like purchasing it. It sure doesn't. In fact, it's getting it for free. Is this a terrible segue into a new sponsor that I don't know about, like a realty realty agency? (laughs) How would you not know about a sponsor? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Greg. It's our business, but I booked us a new sponsor you don't know about, and I'm going to just <laughs> ramshackly insert it into the middle of <laughs> the world of crazy. Boy, I sure like land. They're not, you know what they say, they're not making any more of it. <sighs> All right. The president of a car dealership in Hawaii is offering a plot. Are, to- you, are you trying to? T- <laughs> what? You have a story about Guatemala? (laughs) (laughs) Abita. I look to travel to Abita. Oh, my God. All right. Where was I? Get it it together. We've got to get through the show. Okay. The president of a car dealership in Hawaii is offering a plot of land for free in Oregon to anyone who promises to build a brew pub and restaurant on the property. Where? Now, this is in Sandy, Oregon. Okay. Mark Benson, who's the president of Honolulu Ford, purchased the eight-acre plot of land in 2004, intending to build a new dealership on it, but the dealership deal fell through. The plot of land, which is valued at over $2 million and is seen, uh, and is seen as by as many as 50,000 cars in a day. He's giving the land away? Now has a sign on it reading, Free Land for Brew Pub. So he said, I'm looking for the ideal convergence of economic development, tourism, and jobs, not to mention that craft beers are on the rise. And the location upon which my property sits is perfectly suited to fill the need an area has for quality beer and good food. He's just going to give you the land. He's Does he own part of the business? I, I don't know. It just says that he's... Or let's see. In addition to offering the land for free, Benson said he would agree to be a partner in the business to any serious buyers. So this would be great for the local community. And so far, we've received a lot of positive response. We're hoping to find the right partner with vision and a solid business plan that will look at this as the great opportunity it is. I'm interested. Okay, don't make any. He's just going to give you the land. Give you no stipulations on what kind of brew pub. Oh, fun! Oh, Kristen in the chat said she saw the sign when she went to the mountain this past week. Yeah, well, that is through Sandy. Hmm. 
All right, and I have a couple last uh, stories. First one out of Chesterfield, Virginia, which I never even thought about this, but it's kind of, in it's like sheer simplicity, it's kind of genius. So a guy in Chesterfield, Virginia has not been caught, but police are on the lookout for him. After he dressed, he went to a Walmart, decided to dress like a Walmart employee, and was able to steal a bunch of TVs from the Walmart because everyone thought that he was an employee there. Oh. So he dressed up. In oh, a that's good. Isn't that like the sim- the sweet, like stupid simplicity of it is kind of genius. So this guy. Why so, haven't more people done this? Yeah, or maybe so, they're doing it all the time. You just don't know. Yeah. A Virginia man disguised himself as a Walmart employee to steal TVs from Walmart. So this is in Chesterfield County. Uh, and I suppose they have so many employees. Nobody knows. Exactly. Who the other... Like you don't know. I mean, there are probably like hundreds of people working there a day. You don't know every single person. Yeah. Um, so. Let's see. So they shared a surveillance image of the man, a couple of them, who was dressed as a Walmart employee and stole several televisions from the store's stockroom that he was able to just walk right into. Walked right in there, just hauled them out. The man can be seen in a blue Walmart vest and a gray hooded sweatshirt entering the stockroom and loading the merchandise onto a lift. He loaded four flat screen televisions onto a cart, then pushed them out of the store through the emergency exit. They were loaded into a waiting full-size SUV. Uh, the man was not an employee of that Walmart or of any of the neighboring Walmart stores, and we were unable to get his license plate number. That is smart. The incident happened on January 14th. They're just coming out with it now, uh, and the suspect has yet to be caught. Totally got away with it. Wow. I mean, I'm not encouraging this, but... That's that's some thinking. I'm just that's. I, I mean, it seems so obvious. After the point, mm-hmm. it seems like that. Yeah, obviously you would do that. I'm sure it's not very hard to come across a a Walmart shirt. I had a friend a long time ago. Him and his girlfriend <laughs> dressed up as Target employees and just went into the aisles and made out. They just wore khakis and red <laughs> They wore khakis and red shirts to Target. <laughs> just... That is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Just dressed like they were Target employees. Just to fuck with all that. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Who the hell was this? I don't know. It was a friend a long time ago in college. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Just to mess with everybody. <laughs> That's really funny. All right. And finally, I have one more story about another another hijinks. Now, this is my favorite headline of the day. A teen who is calling himself Dr. Love has been arrested for posing as a doctor after opening his own clinic. <laughs> a teenager who has oh. called himself Dr. Love has been arrested after posing as a doctor and opening his own clinic. So this guy's name is... Um, eight, so he's 18 years old. His name is Malachi Love. Florida man of West Palm Beach was arrested for practicing medicine this past week without a license. Now, the teen recently opened uh, an alternative medical and urgent care clinic that he called New Birth, New Life. He just opened this up? (laughs) Yes, he's 18. Like an actual office space? Or was this a... He opened the New Birth, New Life (laughs) Alternative Medicine and Urgent Care Clinic, which he touted as a high-quality, holistic, and alternative medical care facility where police say he misled patients into thinking that he was actually a licensed medical doctor, when in fact he's 18 and is not. You <laughs> look real young, but okay. So, uh, so uh, Dr. Love <laughs> claims to be 25 years old and just uh, specialize in... Uh, how do you pronounce that? God damn it, my brain. How would you already be... In neuropathy? 
How would you already be a doctor at that point? Isn't it required like eight years of school? I mean, unless you're like a Doogie Howser type, I don't think. Even then. Just think of how many people who are listening now and probably don't get your Doogie Howser reference. Oh, that's, yeah. I know. Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah. Nobody knows what Doogie Howser is. Mm -mm. All I know him as now is just like the fabulous gay man. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, so uh, Dr. Love claims to be 25 years old and specializing in ner- whatever. Uh, he was previously busted in 2015 for posing as a doctor in a pregnant woman's exam room. The hospital ultimately did not press charges against him that time because he did not treat any patients. However, uh, he began he fell under investigation after a local news affiliate there in Florida, a Florida sleuth, if you will, discovered that Dr. Love had, in fact, opened his own clinic so they ended up uh, going to investigate. So his arrest a- occurred this past Tuesday after Dr. Love took an, uh, an appointment, which was an undercover sheriff's agent. Uh-oh. Ruh-roh. Now, uh, what kind of... So, well, anyway, he, he brought him into his room. He took his temperature, blood pressure, er, excuse me, her, her temperature, blood pressure, and listened to her lungs with a stethoscope on her back, assuring her she wasn't sick and also gave her medical advice. Oh, no. Well, he was promptly arrested. Does it arrested. get creepy at this point? No, that's where it ends. We're going to need to inspect Dr. Love Ask Stories. Ask doctor. Dr. Love Stories just beginning. <laughs> How have your movies been feeling? <laughs> well, Dr. Love, as he was led out of the building in handcuffs, said, I'm hurt because of these allegations. This is not the first time I have been accused, and I will pursue this. No word on what he's going to pursue or what he has been accused of because he's 18 and not a doctor, so... It's a full-on catch-me-if-you-can situation going on there. Sure is, except for he's really not that good at it. No. 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 I do love that movie, Catch-me-if-you-can. Yes, you bring it up like once a week, I know. I don't bring it up once a week. (laughs) I think you already brought it up this week, actually. What? No. I'm pretty sure you did. Uh, It'd be in my top ten, though, for sure. Okay. All right, there you have it. There's your world of crazy. I'm just envious. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you brought that up this week. Also. No, I didn't bring up Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. <laughs> Here he goes with Catch Me If You Can again. Uh, you know what? Uh, I do have to do this weekend because we have our appointment coming up. Oh. With H&R Block. Yes. Uh, we've got to get our taxes done. And I, I know that's always, taxes are not a always a fun topic to top, talk about, you know, for anybody because you got to get them done. What are you talking about? They're amazing. Everybody loves taxes. But that's why... What I'm going to tell you actually does make your life a lot easier, and that's by going to our guy Gilbert at mm. H&R Block, and it really does- He makes a really bad experience less bad. Yes. Yeah. I mean, well, for us anyway, because we, we end up paying, um, but it's it, he really does make it a much smoother process, works with you on everything. H&R Block has, is who we've been going through for the last few years, mm. and I brought this up the other day. If you- Went to somebody else last year. Say you didn't go to H&R Block, but you want to try it out this year, which I highly encourage you, and I'll give you Gilbert's phone number here. Um, if you bring in your receipt from your tax preparer last year, they will cut it in half, and they'll charge you 50% of that. Oh, that's awesome. So you're already saving a ton of money, which if you have complicated taxes, it's, it really, it. it's well worth it. Let me just tell you, because I have been audited twice through no fault of my own. One, I had a an apartment fire and lost everything I owned. And then the IRS decided to audit me over that. It was a horrible experience. Um, they audited me over things I had lost. It was, it was awful. Um, and I wish I had gone to a tax person when mm. that happened. And and I didn't at the time cause I didn't know any better. And then uh, also another time where I went to a crappy tax preparer 
who didn't submit some of my documents and then said they lost them. And I got and got it for that. Since I've been going to H&R Block, it solves all that. I mean, because I've got the house, got the business, got side income, all those different things. Really makes it easier. And I, I suggest if you, unless you have a very simple tax plan, you know, and very simple paperwork, mm-hmm. you know, then I, then I get doing it on your own. Um, otherwise, I'm telling you, man, it is not worth the risk. Yeah. It's worth a couple extra stress. bucks to have them handle it because then they deal with the IRS. They deal with all that stuff and they guarantee it and they know how to find you all the money. You know, because there's all kinds of, I mean, we all know this. There's all yeah. kinds of loopholes and different ways, you know, that, that you can save money that maybe discounts you're not getting. That's why I go to them. So anyway, that's that's my pitch. I sincerely mean that. And, wow, that uh, was a really good pitch. Well, yeah, I mean. Me, I, well, I mean, I already go there, but you maybe want to go there again. Yeah. Well, I'm just <laughs> saying, man, it is not worth dealing with the IRS. Yeah. Uh, so Gilbert, his number is 503-233-0447. 503-233-0447. Um, give him a call. And, uh, and, and uh, yeah, start some, start working on your taxes. All right. All right well, we're... also, this weekend, you did real good, Greg. Thank you. That was 100%. 100%. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, we do want to wish a very special happy birthday to our dear friend, Aaron Duran. Aaron Duran. Oh, my goodness. It's a very special day for him tomorrow. Very special day. All weekend celebration for you, Aaron Duran. Uh, falls on a Saturday. I mean... I think if he can pack it all into the to the Saturday celebration, I mean it's a bonus, really. He should consider himself lucky. His birthday fell on the weekend. You know what, Aaron? D- screw Greg's rules. My rules are as follows: you get the whole weekend. That is not Happy how it birthday, works. Buddy. That's not how it works. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. But I do wish him a very sincere happy birthday. Do you? Because yes. it seems like you were Yes, to I take do. I that. do. No, I, I need to get him a drink. And I will. Oh my gosh, the funniest thing is in the chat right now. Someone posted a picture of that girl that you were creepily looking up and just says, Do your taxes. <laughs> Carabuano? Yes. <laughs> no one has ever mentioned the name Carabuano in any show ever as much as I have this week. You don't know that. There could be a podcast completely devoted to Carabuano. <laughs> well, yeah, that could be. Maybe there is. I'll have to look that up. I don't even have any words for you anymore. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate it. Thanks to everybody coming out last night. Uh, if you could make it out, it, it really does make a giant difference. We're going to be doing another bingo night in mm, March. In March. So we will announce that date. Uh, we'll try to get that date settled next week. Um, it'll be towards the end of March, though, so you'll have plenty of notice. And, uh, we're, yeah, we're looking forward to that. The next month is Rainier. Oh. Fine Ranier French Imported. Fine Ranier for everybody. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. We'll be the uh, sponsor. And <laughs> thanks to everybody who can subscribe to Fun Employment Radio, funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe. That also contributes significantly significantly to uh, to us being able to continue the show. If you're a live subscriber, um, you got special shows today. You that, special show today. Yeah, and if you're a live subscriber, I will put that into the archive uh, oh. Right after this show, so if you couldn't listen live, if you're a subscriber, oh, you yeah. will get that. Which is why even I'm not. If you I don't even want to listen, talk about it. Yeah, even if you can't listen live, if you are a subscriber, you have access to the archives where you can hear the stuff that isn't going to be anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, that's it's. This will never Including go public. But not limited to maybe Greg's mental breakdown. Yeah, this will never be put up publicly, no. uh, but it will be for subscribers. Okay, that's awesome. Um, coming up this weekend, we've got Chronicles of the Nerds. 
which is tomorrow at 10.30 a.m., mm-hmm. followed by Rip City Bad Boys. Ooh. Right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Thank you so much, everyone. Thanks to Steve-O. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.